Welcome to the first ever EXFFL unpaid and unsponsored podcast, hosted by everyone's favorite commissioner. A big thanks to Spotify for giving me this idea, and to each of the members of the league for participating. Some of you 12 or so listeners out there may be wondering right now why I would ever do this, and that this is an incredible waste of time. My hope, though, is that you'll come around at some point during the following episodes. And I had fun at least, which is what really matters. My thought process with this was to celebrate the completion of our 18th season in this fantasy football league by creating something that would commemorate this time in our lives. By next September, it will be 19 years since this league's inaugural draft in Munson Hall. My college memories are a little spotty, but what always comes to mind when I hear Munson is Madden, Roger and Tekken 2, Cabbage Patch Dolls, Joe Cope being walked in on during a personal moment, and bananas being smeared on neighbors' doors. Since our first year, we've had a handful of fallen soldiers. Joe, Pete, Hun, Christian, Armand, Grammo to name a few. And of course there's Sean O'Leary, who Alex famously ousted from the league in our friendship circle at the same time. I hope that list doesn't grow, and that fantasy football and Red Zone's countdown clock and Scott Hansen will be around for a long time. This past season was one of the more exciting ones I can remember, with an either painful or wonderful ending depending on your perspective. I, of course, was the former, losing to Noah in the championship game by less than a point. I spent that weekend in the paradise of Belize, surrounded by palm trees and fresh lobsters plucked directly out of their aqua blue waters. But when the clock struck zero in that Monday night Broncos game, and the scoreboard showed me a loser, I could have burned that country down. The rest of the league was particularly giddy that night, as evidenced by the most action our text chain has had immediately following the game's finish. And while I hope Case Keenum never sees a football field again, I'll always hold Michael Thomas, Travis Kelsey, and Melvin Gordon near and dear to my heart for their contributions over the course of the year. Other highlights were Teddy crushing Fish's playoff hopes in the final week, Noah's tragic loss of Kareem Hunt for his not-so-gentle treatment of women, and the breakout season of Patrick Mahomes, which replaced Teddy's need for internet porn. But a congratulations to Noah for his third title and first back-to-back championship since Joe Cope and to Ken, Chuck, Teddy, and Ben for rounding out the other playoff spots. Better luck next year to Fish, Nick, Chris, John, Rich, and Aton. although I have to say Aton did succeed in taking down his second loser bowl ring in a row. So what is this podcast about? You're about to hear a series of phone calls with each league member as I offer them a chance to reflect on the year. Some of them stuck to football, while others immediately went off on tangents about fish, gambling, golf, the government, and my favorite, of course, Game of Thrones. I did split each call into its own episode, makes it easier to consume, but also for the mere fact that half of you would never press play on a two-hour podcast. And here are some highlights as a preview of what's to come. You ready to do this? Yeah, well, uh, I need to write things down. No, you don't need to write things down. Okay, go ahead. Today was chess day. Unfortunately, I can't get into the 300s anymore. I'm, I'm pretty much topped out at 275. I'm heavy left shoulder pain. Uh, Ted and Fish were uh, battling is a loosely is a loose term. I wouldn't call it battling, but they were sort of you know trying to get it out of each other's way for that last spot. Could you imagine the Fish at like a silent auction, you know, date auction night? How, how much would his bid be? Josh Gordon without a shirt is an impressive specimen. That's for sure. Um, but. If I drafted all of my fantasy players based on their physiques shirtless, um, eh, I actually might have done better than I did this year.
So yeah, Fish's mental state. Uh, interesting question. He also buys a lot of stuff from Hims. Uh, you can Google it. It is um, sort of male enhancement products. For whatever reason, they can't be delivered to the District of Columbia, so he delivers them to my house. So blue pills, I think some stuff for hair loss, other things. So it is a, a generally sad state of affairs. Yeah. Ben didn't even know Henry yeah, was, was on his team. Yeah, Ben he didn't even know. probably never heard of Derrick Henry. You know, so like... <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Right before Rich took Doug Baldwin, gave Rich nightmares for about four uh, months. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Doug Baldwin. He, he deserves Baldwin. I feel like he picks up Baldwin every year. Rich sucks at fantasy. Ben, you never know what accidental card he's flipping over. I know, no. but you can always count. Yeah, but Ben's a little, you know, the he'll start a guy on a bye or an injured, you know, like Ben does that yeah, a lot. That's just, yeah, that's I never watched a fantasy player that fucked my girlfriend play right in front of me in real life before. <laughs> Wait a second. I haven't been able to get it up in months. And here she's fucking Jimmy Graham. What's up, baby? Just talking to someone. I'll keep on the street. I'm in front of my award-winning restaurant. There's 65 tunnels. And I don't know if you know modern engineering, but you can, if you build a wall, they can walk right through it like the cornfields and field the green. There are criminals and rapists that are trying to come across the border, which is... Are they, are they making a, a left or a right? Well, I don't know. I, I, um, I asked one of the escorts that I had over last night that's an illegal, and she was like, she's like, even if they build the wall, I'm still going to get in. You know, I'm still going to get in. Although the relief turned to joy upon knowing that <laughs> I had eliminated Fish from the playoffs, uh, following all of his bragging and boasting. But then, you know, again, the, the most joy that the fantasy football has brought me in, in years since, since I last won a title was watching you lose on Monday night. People are going to hate on greatness. They're going to hate on genius. And so uh, I've grown accustomed to that, and I've accepted it, and, and I'll let my results do the talking. It's infrastructure week. <laughs> Isn't it infrastructure week? <laughs> do, you, do you think he jumps out of bed every Monday morning <laughs> and storms into the office and says, team, it's infrastructure week every single week? Probably the fondest memory is week one, beating the hell out of Teddy Siegel. What is his behavior like in the office on Mondays after you beat him in a fantasy matchup? Usually he'll say, uh, that's my high score. I'm never going to do better than that all year and bemoan how unlucky he is. That of course, he played me for the best game that I would have had all year. No, no question about it. It's always the luck factor. He always lost because he's unlucky that week. Basically, any human being would have been better than Doug Baldwin. <laughs> Male, female, living or dead. So is he off your draft board for next year? Uh, yeah, he can burn in seventh circle of hell. So Kareem Hunt would have been a nice keeper again for next year. I was serious. I used to talk to my wife. I was going to retire. Several days. It's just like, it's like, oh, you got all these risks. You got injury risks. You got all these things you got to worry about. And you got TMZ breaking news. You can't quantify it. It wasn't a reverse jinx. I was literally drinking cheap Kirk from Caicos around miserable. <laughs> yelling at my family. Kicking my two-year-old down the beach. It was a bad day. Did you ever think in the year 2000 that 18 years later you'd still be in a league with half of the final Sigma Chi pledge class? Certainly not. I mean, I think everybody is well aware that I tried to quit about five or six times. It wasn't for phone calls from Theodore Siegel begging me not to not to quit. I, I'd probably be gone. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I, I can't say I think I'd be around, but it is still slightly fun. How much fun did you have on a scale from one to ten? I would go with about a three why Fish didn't get a bid back in 1999. I think we were trying to 
going to a specific level of person, you know, like Sasha or that kid Bear or whatever his name was. <laughs> and this just, this just wasn't there. Um, and he shot me a note, and then he was like, hey, do you think Rich would want to come? And I was in short. Next thing I know, it's me, Rich, and, and Punt to uh, arrange with him. I'm surprised he didn't ask for Teddy. <laughs> uh, Teddy did not come up. He started with Rich. The major impact is my ability to make moves during the year. I didn't adjust my lineup a couple times just because we were early on in, in uh, Ethan's life and I was not getting a lot of sleep and probably tending to my baby versus researching criminals on the Internet. Michelle, do you know John has, has gone 18 years without winning fantasy championship? Oh, my God. And sometimes I forget about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, you do fantasy football. He's a silent warrior. Certainly silent. Not so much a warrior. All right, we have a very special guest with us today, three-time EX-FFL champion and ex-league member, Joe Cope. Sir Quasar, great to connect with you. So before moving on to the calls, as your commissioner, I'd like to add some closing remarks. I'll be the first to admit that fantasy football is stupid, mostly luck, and one of the topics of conversation that most women legitimately hate. But for me, it's more than just a dumb game. It's a way for friends to keep in touch when the randomness of life pulls people in different directions. And for that reason alone, I hope this league goes on another 18 years at the very least, and I eventually get inducted to the Fantasy Hall of Fame. And without further delay, I hope you enjoy. <laughs>